Business Radio X Studios in Richmond, Virginia, it's time for Richmond Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Richmond Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, SMN Square, providing building blocks to success and sustainability. Today on Richmond Business Radio, uh, we got Ebony Thamavong, and she is with Hustle Funds. Welcome, Ebony. Hi, thank you for having me. Now, uh, before we get too far into things, tell us about Hustle Funds. How are you serving folks? So Hustle Funds is a virtual business incubator designed to make entrepreneurship simple and accessible for um, all people. And then um, kind of what's the backstory? How did this get started? So this started out um, from a our time at Smith, um, at University of Maryland, um, Smith. We were in an entrepreneurship program and they had a this thing called like an ALP program where you would, you know, bring your idea and, you know, try to flesh it out. So going through like a simulation of an incubator. So um, my business partner and I, Matthew Varghese, we came up with this idea that, you know, entrepreneurship shouldn't be as challenging and tough as it usually is, where there's lots of, you know, jargon and buzzwords. And um, what we realized is that, you know, a lot of this stuff creates a scarcity mindset and it makes you focus on your weaknesses and things become too big and you don't want to uh, either start or finish. So we thought that what if we built a platform that helped make this simple and accessible to everyone? So yeah, this was actually a school project that turned into a company. So now you mentioned uh, your uh, co-founder, Matt Varghese. Uh, Welcome, Matt. Hey, thanks, Lee. Now, um, what was your kind of vision of this when this idea came to you? Yeah, that's a good question. So when we were in uh, business school and and in this uh, particular program, the ALP program at the University of Maryland's uh, Smith School of Business, uh, one of the challenges that uh, we very quickly uh, saw was the fact that entrepreneurship seems to require a very high threshold to entry. It's almost like we tell entrepreneurs what they don't know. Uh, and we, we, we build these walls around them that prevent them from, you know, getting to their dreams. And we wanted to fix it uh, through software. And, and we felt that giving them a platform that would help them organize themselves uh, you know, uh, critically think through the problem that they are trying to solve, provide them with resources that would, that will help them move very quickly, uh, you know, would, would solve the problem. And um, so that's how it started. Uh, we, we're both from entrepreneurial families. Uh, we are very distinctly aware of challenges that entrepreneurs face. So we were both very keen on solving uh, entrepreneurship and making it accessible to everybody. So, so that's how it started and um, and and yes, I mean uh, uh, through through the rest of this conversation, we are we're probably going to tell you how how we went uh, went about trying to solve the problem. Yeah, because I'd like to understand now the the thesis, as I'm understanding it, is entrepreneurship is hard, and why make it harder? So let's see if there's a software solution that allows uh, me to kind of either simulate or kind of work through some of the harder parts in a a more accessible manner? 
Yeah, I think that's a, a really good way of summing it up. But one thing that we just really want to stress is that a lot of entrepreneurship in the beginning, as uh, Matt was saying, was critical thinking. So to give kind of a example, um, before I got to um, business school, you know, I'm from the technology sector, cybersecurity, and was an analyst. I didn't have like the vocabulary or really understood what a lot of those terms meant and the questions that were actually being asked of me. So my one of my things that I wanted to inject into the um, product was to make sure that it wasn't so off-putting to join into entrepreneurship where you may not have the exposure or you know the ability or to be around other entrepreneurs and you just you know you you end up in a place where it just becomes unnecessarily difficult and you may have a fantastic idea but you can't really communicate it so I wanted to get that feeling off the table so that people who had great ideas could continue to just have their ideas flourish. Um, and some people don't have the ability to like go get an MBA, right? It's a very expensive endeavor. And, you know, everybody doesn't even have entrepreneurial people in their family. So that isolation also sometimes um, creates an action. So that was another thing that we wanted to address with this product. Now, I find I this is all I do is interview business people, and I've been doing this for 13 years. So I've interviewed, I want to say personally, close to probably 10,000 entrepreneurs and business people. So this is all I talk to are business people. And what I hear time and time again, especially with new business people, young business people, startups, they get sometimes in their own way in terms of um, paralysis by analysis – they're always waiting for that perfect time, the timing exact, the, the exact right customer, the exact right product. And they don't have, I think you use the phrase bias for action. And I think that that is just foundational, that you have to take action. You have to learn. You have to tweak. You have to iterate. And then you got to learn from that and just keep moving. You, you know what, Lee? This, you couldn't have said it better. I think... Entrepreneurs are a rare breed uh, who learn by doing, right? You can't you you can't put them in front of a book. You you can't. Uh, I mean, you can put them in a classroom and expose them to concepts and ideas, but they learn best when they learn from their own mistakes or when they learn from their own next steps. And one of the things that we've endeavored to do is create a a virtual incubator, as what Ebony said, right? I mean, create a, a, a virtual space where they, uh, you know, critically think through the problem, but don't overanalyze, right? That, that, that is one of the things that we've tried very hard to do, you know, focus on critical thinking, don't overanalyze, develop a bias for action. And 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 the systems that we have in place and the, and the, uh, the way the software is built, uh, you know, when people log in, they start answering questions, they describe what the problem is, they start describing the market, but the system participates in, in it. And it, it sends them regular reminders to you know, take action and not, not simply sit there and overanalyze. Um, so what you said is spot on. The, the other thing that, that uh, Ebony and I often talk about are these two big waves in society today. Uh, one is mindfulness. I think just about every entrepreneur, every top executive out there is talking about mindfulness and how people need to connect with themselves. But the other big wave is entrepreneurship. But entrepreneurship, unlike what people might think, at least we look at it as, uh, as social mindfulness, where the entrepreneur connects with society 
tries to understand what people, what kind of problems people have, and then try to solve the problem. And in the process, you know, monetize the solution, right? And to, to get that, entrepreneurs should not overanalyze, right? I mean, they have a hunch, they have a hypothesis, they should go out there, test it, uh, you know, quickly learn and then pivot. And that is what that is what Hustle Funds is all about. It's about hustle, <laughs> right? It's about moving quickly. It's about solving needs and, uh, and, and then constantly learning and pivoting. Now, you mentioned the importance of action. And I think, again, this is an area where entrepreneurs confuse um, activity for meaningful action. So a lot of times people get bogged down with, especially early on, is, oh, I have to get my business license or my business cards made or like I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing something that's moving the ball, but in actually I'm stalling because I don't know if my thing's going to work or not. And I would be better served to ask someone to buy this or to talk to a potential customer to tell me what's wrong with it rather than doing this kind of busy work that feels like action, that feels like I'm doing something, but isn't really giving me meaningful data that I can iterate around. Yeah, so that's actually something that I've been um, kind of tasked with, we'll say, in Hustle Funds is really doing that customer discovery. And as I've gotten to talk to different entrepreneurs, much like you do, um, you start to see that where people never get out of, uh, we'll say, like dream phase, right? They they have all these big, big uh, ideas, and but they never test to see if the market actually needs their product, right, or wants their services. And that was one of the things that we wanted to address in the platform as well, to get you through that critical thinking to actually get out there, talk to people, don't be afraid of the feedback and um, and iterate. That's something that we've done, right? We go and we talk to um, you know different people that we would think that would benefit from it, and we get their feedback on the product. We you know, ask them about, you know, what they're trying to help them solve their problems or challenges. And, you know, we have to kind of have, you know, strong, you know, stiff upper lip, right? Because sometimes people may, you know, be very critical of what you're bringing to the table. But that also gives us really good ideas to help us iterate. We've changed our roadmap, you know, based off a lot of this feedback. So we know that we're trying to, you know, serve the right population. So that's a, that's a, that's a critical skill. I think every entrepreneur needs to actually get under their belt. So now in your roadmap, who is this ideal um, prospect for you in terms of the user of this software? Is it that person with just an idea? Are they the person in college? Are they the middle-aged person that had this idea that's gnawing at them in the back of their mind? Um, how do you identify your ideal customer? Yeah, well, we, we thought long and hard about it. Uh, we are currently targeting... Or the ideal customer for us is the emerging uh, entrepreneur, or somebody who has an idea but doesn't quite know how to take it to market. Uh, early on, we did consider, uh, you know, other segments as well. So we, we've we, we've taken a uh, an interesting path to actually landing on who we consider our uh, target persona today, and I'm pretty sure it's going to evolve over time. But today, we are really looking at helping. Uh, individuals as well as institutions, but you, uh, basically individuals who have an idea and who want to launch a business. But the software itself has been optimized for two distinct personas. One is this individual who wants to uh, start a business. So we have individual licenses, but there is also an institution license where 
we uh, help institutions that teach entrepreneurship to use this platform to uh, to deliver uh, their uh, d- deliver their their training. Uh, so this is a way for them to organize entrepreneurs into groups or, or individuals, uh, manage that entire portfolio of different startups that they are incubating. Uh, and that is why we call it a virtual incubator. But at the heart uh, yeah, you know, of the system uh, is this emerging entrepreneur who has this bright idea and who needs a place to organize their thoughts, uh, organize all their quote-unquote stuff, um, and, and, and then you know, develop a bias for action and then quickly move, iterate and pivot. Now, Ebony, you mentioned that your background was in technology. Is the hustle funds primarily for these um, tech startups or is it for anybody, you know, if they have a craft business or any other kind of, you know, non-technical business? So that's a great question. And one of the things as we uh, were building it, that was one of the things that we wanted to kind of eliminate, like the barrier for, people who are doing lifestyle businesses or services, because a lot of these um, incubators really do serve only the tech community. And we realize starting a business is starting a business, whether it's tech or whether it's non-tech. So this platform is great for anybody, both non-technical and um, tech. We have um, blueprints um, in our uh, in our app that allows somebody to think through their problem, where they want to start a brick or mortar business, where they want to start an online business. And we even have blueprint templates for some lifestyle businesses in there, um, you know, to help people kind of get an idea of where they want to start. The questions that we ask, we think are, um, are questions that any entrepreneur of any type of business should um, answer. So yeah, we do not have a bias towards tech companies, even though we both come out of the tech sector. We think it's important that all entrepreneurs have access to this. Now, one of the reasons that folks get involved with incubators or accelerators is access to uh, kind of smart money or funds. Is there a place for that in this endeavor as well as are you going to teach me of how to be ready if I want to, you know, try to get access to funds, whether it's friends and family or if I'm going to go to a VC route or crowdfunding? You know, there's a variety of ways to uh, fund a startup nowadays. Uh, Yes. So that is that is the ultimate goal. Uh, today, uh, we, we, we have developed um, hustle funds to be what I call a multi-sided market where you know, investors and entrepreneurs and mentors, institutions can all collaborate with each other. Uh, but essentially, it's meant to be a place where entrepreneurs can organize themselves. Um, so th- there are uh, th- there are three key features, and I think uh, Ebony just alluded to one of them. So the first feature, uh, you know, helps entrepreneurs critically think through the problem. So there's a whole framework that we've developed, essentially a a set of questions that people can answer anytime, anywhere, on any device. And uh, we've essentially taken a lot of sophisticated management frameworks and broken them down into human-readable questions that are presented in a very non-threatening way. So, so that is that that is uh, an online assessment that people can do at uh, at their own pace. They can take as much time as they want to. The beauty of the platform is a second feature where business plans get generated based on the questions that people answer. So, we currently support both the SBA uh, formats for business plans, and then we also support uh, the Lean Canvas. So basically, keep answering questions and your business plans will get magically generated for you. 
And then last but not the least, we have a cost calculator, uh, which asks you questions. So basically, you're not plugging in numbers. We've, we've done all that heavy lifting for you. There's a huge database in the back end. All you need to do is answer questions like, hey, you know, are you going to need internet? Are you going to need a warehouse? Are you going to need, uh, you know, furniture? Just answer questions and then we calculate costs for you and then help you do some very rudimentary pro forma analysis. So that is the platform in a nutshell. Now, where we ultimately want to go is connect entrepreneurs to investors so that they can they can raise uh, seed capital, uh, which is not in the in the platform today. But we do help them generate business plans that they can then take to banks and other institutions to to raise capital. Now, is there a place for community where me as a startup founder? Sometimes that can be a lonely place and um, I don't have, uh, you know, maybe uh, like you mentioned earlier, maybe my family has never done something like this before. I don't have a network of people that have been there and done that. And I'm kind of on my own here. Is there a community uh, element to this where I can kind of commiserate with other founders? Ebs, why don't you take that? Oh, yeah. So um, so community, that's actually one of the things we want to build in our roadmap, because as you stated, it's incredibly important. Right now, though, we don't have the co- complete community aspect, but we do have um, a mentor function so that, for example, if you want to bring a mentor or a group of people into your project to be able to give you feedback, um, help you along, we have that that's embedded directly into your project. So you can get that real-time feedback from the people that you choose. In the future, though, we'd like to definitely um, add more of the community features to it so that people can find each other and, you know, eventually host things like seminars and um, really just get people to be speaking about entrepreneurship, you know, learning how to do pitches and, you know, all of those sorts of things. But right now, um, we do have a mentor feature um, and, you know, and building our way towards more community-like features. Now, in a lot of the incubators that I've um, been involved with and that I've seen, um, there is a, in some cases, a high failure rate in terms of a lot of people, their thing doesn't work out. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that's what they learn by going through this exercise is that this is not the right fit. But one of the benefits of being in uh, an incubator is that I might find somebody else in this incubator that I might be the perfect solution to help them get to the next level. And I can add my, what I've learned so far into their, um, into their uh, business. And all of a sudden now I have, both of us have a better kind of way forward. Is there an element of that where you can create some of these mashups that occur? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with the way you worded that. Uh, so it is, it is available in the institution version of the product. So in the institution version of a product, uh, let's say, you know, there's a community college or a, or a, or a, or a bigger school that's teaching entrepreneurship or, or, or even an incubator. When they use hustle funds, they can organize people into groups and people can see each other's groups. They can see each other's projects. Uh, you know, they can decide to collaborate with each other. Um, and the, the institution version of, Hustle funds enables institutions to manage their intellectual property all in one place. So all of these businesses that are starting and pivoting and failing, scaling, all of that intellectual property resides in the institutions 
you know, uh, in the institution's database of, of hustle fund. And uh, that way, you know, people can learn from each other and we can build those smaller communities, right? Micro communities. Um, for individuals, that is not available. Uh, th there, are, th there are designs and there are also legal uh, aspects of community building that we are, uh, you know, constant, we, that we are looking into before we build the end user community feature. But coming back to your question, absolutely. So in the institution version, all of the learnings, all of the assets are all in one place so people can learn from each other, join each other, uh, and even the institution can guide people better. So now, how could we help you? What do you need more of at this point? Are you looking for more institutions to partner with? Are you looking for more entrepreneurs out there that want to um, kind of use your uh, vehicle as that kind of way forward for them? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We're looking for both um, institutions. Partnering with institutions is something that's near and dear to our heart. Um, get, being that this was born out of us being in an institution and learning, we think that this is a perfect amplifier for someone's curriculum, whether you're in an incubator or, you know, actually teaching it informally in a university or even if you're just a business consultant. And then also for the entrepreneur that is looking for a software that's going to be simple and help you focus on your strengths and not get overwhelmed like some of the other, just say, business planning tools. We want to make it a more holistic adventure for that entrepreneur. So we're definitely looking for both um, types of entrepreneurs. Now, do you have any um, kind of people who have gone through the process and have used the software to either move up a notch, get funding, or maybe test their product? Has anybody kind of gone through the process thus far? We have a handful of customers. We launched uh, earlier this year, uh, actually late last year, uh, but uh, officially in January. And we do have a handful of customers and uh, we are actively talking to a few uh, institutions about you know, using hustle funds, a few institutions and consultants. Um, so as of now, we, we, we really don't have uh, you know, customers who have gotten to the funding stage. That is our, that's our ultimate goal is to help them get to funding stage or at least get get them to a point where they pivot successfully and scale. Um, so yes, that that that's where we are. And then, just to add on to that, I'm sorry, Lee, just one second. Um, go ahead. They, um, but the entrepreneurs that we do have in the system right now, one of the first impressions that they had was that, again, you know, they hadn't thought through some of these questions, and some of them kind of started their lifestyle businesses, right, uh, mostly, and so they, you know, they started their business. They know that they're good at whatever they make, um, but when it started getting into more of the, we'll say, technical stuff of business, of, you know, all these different questions, for them, it was actually a pause point to say, wait a minute, you know, here's a, a lot, a, there's a lot more out there I don't know, but these are good questions, and now I can kind of chew through them and work on them bit by bit. So, like Matt said, we don't have anyone gone through the entire process, but we're already seeing it change the mindsets of the entrepreneurs that are in the system. Now, what about institutions? Do you have any institution partners at this point? Uh, not at this time, but we are talking to a couple of different institutions, and um, we're I think we're nearing um, kind of uh, closing that and being able to develop and grow with them. Well, congratulations on all the success. If somebody wants to learn more about this, whether they're an individual or an institution, is there a website? Yeah, it's www.hustlefunds.com. Well, this is an amazing uh, platform and software, and I think that every entrepreneur should check it out because I think that these are the tools that they need 
to get out of their head and to really just start taking that um, kind of action that it, the real action that it takes to test your thesis. Cause that's all it is. I mean, any business is basically a hypothesis and you're just trying to get more data so you can uh, move forward or not. And uh, you can't take it personally. You just got to keep moving and learning and growing. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us today. Well, I'm I'm really excited to see how this story goes. Please keep us posted because I'd love, uh, when you get that first institution on board, I'd love to talk to them as well to see how they plan on using it because I think um, that this is a really great tool for them to really serve the budding entrepreneurs that they have in their um, in their colleges or universities or wherever they are. Absolutely. Definitely would love to connect, reconnect after this. Yep. All right. Well, thank you both for participating. Again, the website is hustlefunds.com, right? Yep. That's correct. Yeah. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Richmond Business Radio. Mm-hmm.